Audio. Welcome to the Adventures of Danny and Mike, wherein the fellas discuss setting yourself on fire, fighting with Twitter bots, and melting down at Meltasia. Now play the music, Curie. Friday night, um, I brought a couple of key lime pies over to a friend's house. Uh, he had from from Steve's from Steve's key lime pies down in Red Hook. Red Hook, yeah. yeah, on the pier. You don't like it? Wow! Wait a second. Whoa! Hold on. I know it's we're fine. gonna get we're gonna get into your yeah. story. Strong feelings. I would like to from see strong feelings like from Jay Balone. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Like he looked at me and gave me a look like, oh, Steve's key lime pies are not that good. I'm curious to. Okay. He okay. must have. He must have had it like not. Uh, not fresh. Yeah. Did you get a frozen one? Steve from- killed my puppy. No. The uh, um, wow. There's no, there's no getting around that. Yeah. The I just lived in Florida and there was key lime pie there and it was the best in the world and this is pretty good but it's very expensive and not quite as good. Well, you can't just find key limes on the ground in Red Hook I'm or aware. in Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. saying it's, you gotta it's pay, fine you for gotta what pay it is. For the, you know the travel of the key limes for New York. Key lime pie. It's I, pretty good. I picked up a buddy from high school um, Friday, and he said, oh, "This is a pie party." I had not read the email, so oh, no. so it was it was time to get some pie real quick. So we shot over to uh, Red Hook and picked up some key lime pies. You're lucky. Sometimes they don't have any key lime pies left in that place. Exactly. Speaking of that, uh, you should uh, New Yorkers, you should go visit Daily Pie uh, in Brooklyn because uh, uh, the owner's going through some stuff little breast cancer treatment and she needs some help she to could sustain use her some, business. Uh, com- some her commerce. pies are amazing amazing yeah. really really delicious that's daily yeah, yeah daily pies pie. d-a-l-y pies on vanderbilt check that out and now that we're done plugging pies welcome to the adventures of danny and mike <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow mr michael c marona as i was saying and to his right right beside the beautiful beautiful yamaha guitar mr danny tamborelli hi there i'm uh, interested in mike's uh story so we should let him continue to speak it's not so much that uh it was a story we're at, as a, we're a group at, we're of at words steve key lime pies and he got them so was that the was that the end of the story oh no we were we were making it to jersey but we had to uh we had to make this pit stop real quick for pies did it before 6 p.m when the pie store closed mm. so we were on top of things and then went to jersey had i must have had Five or eight pies, you know, it's real. It's real hazy. It's like a pie slam- sampler. You feel like you're an adult. Pie flights. Mm-hmm. You feel like Ooh, you're more of an adult going to a pie party, and not a pizza pie party. I've had plenty of pizza pie parties in my day, which are very young, fun, sleepover esque, adolescent. Maybe I think here right. we just call those parties. Yeah. Well. Well. You know, under the age of twelve, we call them pizza parties. Well, do you remember that? Um, Mom, I want to have a pizza party, party. for my birthday. Pizza party. The first time Here we I go. Here we go. The first time I ever watched Total Recall, I was having a pepperoni pizza party. And then you and it made me sick. You because sassed <laughs> off your mom and you were like, What's up, Janelle? <laughs> you're no, like, Janelle's so not much, my real mom. There was mom. so much blood and guts and it was a Sicilian pie with pepperoni on it that it made me think about you know, all like the bullet holes and the and the people exploding, and I didn't want to eat it. I think that's why I never liked haggis because I I had I had it during <laughs> while I watched Brian De Palma's Carrie. I don't know if you uh, 
<laughs> it's another reason that Jeremy. Hey, that's the are you are you being serious right now? You're so gullible. And then it's another God reason that Jeremy. Another reason that Jeremy's so vegetarian is because he wa- he also had haggis while watching Brian De Palma's character. Was, of course, it was his senior year of high school. It was so it was haggis hummus. Wow. Haggis hummus, and he survived off of it for months. That is my okay. that is my animal liberation front handle. Haggis hummus. <laughs> double H. <laughs> yeah. No uh, double H's. Okay. Mike, you've been getting into a lot of Twitter wars with. Uh, Robots and I, I jumped in to help you one day, and then I got my the immediate response I got was, "Hey man, you can never argue with bots," like making me feel like I was stupid for arguing with somebody that didn't exist. But I still stood by you. Thank, thank you for backing me up. They, they how, don't, they how don't do exist. You, so just explain. Can you explain to me how, how do you just like search hashtags to get pissed off at people or like? Oh no, because those people stuff. aren't in my feed, so I don't see a lot of that because I try to curate my. To not see all those bumbling fuckheads unless someone retweets it. it so it, it's I'm called developing a bubble. It. It's called bubble development. Mm, yeah. um, no, I think most of them are people who ride hashtags. Or I was looking. I was looking. At they what, find you because I, you post. Something. No, I was looking at what the Giants had to say, and then I knew that everything that the Giants had to tweet that people were going to be like, "Better not kneel. Better not kneel. Don't kneel, motherfucker. Better not kneel." And it was so easy. It was like the first, everybody's yeah. first response to everything that they had to say was just like, we're warming up on the field, practicing our offense. Better not, better not kneel. kneel. Better not kneel. <laughs> so it was, it was quick. It was easy to find Bunch those people. Fucking asshole, and also, dude. you know, there are people are happy to use hashtags to, uh, to find, to, to be found. It's like, it, they're not, they're not hiding themselves. No, I just like that. Particularly with the take a knee. And and the boycott NFL. You think I'm you have two? Well, you have two very distinct sides of that, right? You have people who want to not watch the NFL because they believe in Colin Kaepernick's thing, and they believe in in you know what's happening. So before they were kneeling, and it was just boycott the NFL. You have people being like, "Yeah, I'm burning my you know boycott the my NFL. Stuff. I burn all my my season. I love there was a video of a guy burning season tickets, and someone who has season tickets, I'm Plastic. like, you can just fucking print yeah, that shit yeah, out again. Yeah. Very nice, buddy. Right. It's a very big fucking thing you just did. I mean, he did. I'm just gonna go <laughs> reprint my tickets because I'm going to all the games. I'm right. still going to all the. I'm games. still going to all the games. We're, I got a mustache. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> In, how many people go incognito <laughs> to the? What was <laughs> What was easy was like uh, the the guy. One of the guys was like, uh, you know, so many so many NFL so many fans like me. Uh, he was like, I'm done with my stadium tickets. I was like, which stadium do you go to? He's like, what does it matter? There are so many. There are so many like. Well, me. sir, some you don't pay a thousand dollar PSL yeah. seat license. Or you other, some other places you do. In other words, you don't exist. And right. you, you don't actually have an NFL team that you're not bo- that you're not boycotting. I just thought it was funny to like they have all these people like being like these guys shouldn't they should n- don't kneel and blah 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 and you guys are being bullshit Those to, people the, to don't... the flag and we're gonna boycott the NFL and then you have other people who are like yeah fucking A man I'm with you Colin Kaepernick boycott the NFL and I just think it's funny that the one place we can all agree, <laughs> agree on. in yeah. that moment with these people who are on far sides of each other is that they can agree to boycott the NFL they're both mad you know I would boycott the NFL because they lied about CTE that's what's important to me. Well, I mean, plus uh, years of uh, horrible. No, they've been they've done lots of stupid creating things. creating monsters that then destroy hey, their families. Do you think? Or... Do you think the San Diego Chargers fans are happy? You think 
You think when you see fifteen hundred people on the five, sitting on the five freeway, fifteen hundred people are in a forty thousand person stadium watching yeah. your team. When you think about what you could have had two hours south, that sucks. Um, what is what is sad is that it's an organization that we've all had a lot of problems with for a while, and all of a sudden has become this platform for protest. So it's polarizing people that are that had otherwise not given a shit i have to admit that i try not to watch football and i was still interested in seeing i feel like i watched just a tiny bit too much of the shitty jets game on sunday to to see the the opening of the giants game and what happened uh with what people are expecting to be a protest so uh it yeah it's weird that that's the it's I don't know. There's always a segment at the beginning now, and it's like, okay, and now here's we're gonna take a look at what you know what is going on with on the sidelines, and it's like, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just because it's like anything else; they sensationalize it, and it right. just becomes meaningless. Well, it's or, a very or, easy, or, or it's just what it's a very easy fix. The, you know what the fix is? Do what they did beforehand: is just keep everybody inside and right. do the national anthem without the players up there because mm. you know, yeah. If people if people are that upset about it and the fans and I don't want to stand up and and those people that, don't those people don't exist. <laughs> those people are not real. That's the robot part. There is not this backlash of people who actually think these things in the numbers that you would, yes, in the I numbers would agree that you in the would numbers, think. But you also and, do find like and again it's it's probably because you know Fox and CBS are looking for it in the crowd during these protests that have happened where they'll find people who are like uber American and like, you know, screaming the, the national anthem and, and, you know, pride, pride and glory all over the place. Not only, so, I mean, they do exist, but yeah, they, they, you know, not only am I going to stand, I'm going to jump. I think that we could, uh, I think we could go too far here and we might just ban the naked gun for Leslie Nielsen's, a Canadian, Leslie Nielsen's version of of the national anthem, which, as we know, was was really bad. Um, but I not wonder, Roseanne bad, right? No. no, but look, Roseanne's still here. Where's Leslie Nielsen? He's dead. Dead. Right. So, do you wish? Do you just, wish it was the other way around? You wish it were? I don't. Uh, He's going to watch the Roseanne. I don't particularly have any thoughts on Roseanne. Bar. Bar none. Bar none. Yeah. Bar none. Bar none on that. Not my thing. Right. It would be... But I did think it was funny that she grabbed her crotch and spit. I don't think it... I mean, I how understand that it's offensive, you, but I remember that seeing happened? that being How old like, were you when that happened? Oh, I don't know. Maybe 12, 13? Was that like got to be like 93, 94, So I was a teenager, yeah. I feel like it was, it was not... kind of like a punk... It, it, and it was certainly not a punk rock thing to do, but maybe when I was 12 or 13, I was like, I'm kind of punk rock. She fucking grabbed her junk and spit. National Anthem, fucking A. It's but, we, it's weird because of the character that she played on TV, you know that they were. I um I ran into a great little slice of an episode where this woman is just making her and Jackie feel horrible about their bodies, just left and right, mm. and they just really they just really give it back to this this snooty woman in a great way. I'm not going to kill comedy by describing. It. <laughs> no spoiler alerts on the original Roseanne show. We don't do that here on the Adventures. On the rerun, yeah, reruns from 20 years ago. Yeah, it's funny that you even bring that up because uh, I, I've, I've dated someone a couple times the last couple weeks, and that is her go-to. 
I can watch that anytime. Roseanne, Roseanne? really? And it's still, I still think it's good and it holds my attention. And Jeremy, I'm going to say this. I'm going to look you in the eyes. Get out now. <laughs> God, you have a, to leave. A, Get out of here. This is a red flag. I, I want you to make a checklist for me, and if one or two of these red flags come up, you, you get you get a point each, and if you have four points, you have to get out. Does she have an AOL.com email it's like address? A, it's like a Lyme disease test, right? You got to get does five, her, five of the- Does her email address no. end in AOL.com? Don't believe so. I think, she, yeah, I think it's Gmail, maybe. Honestly, I don't know what it is. It's okay. six feet yeah. under is funder at gmail.com. <laughs> and you have to be worried about that, too. She's Dan lives at <laughs> yahoo.net. Yeah. Tattoo of my own husband. That's at. right. What the... Um, <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I just thought it was... But you know what? You where, can't really talk because live? you do the A-team. Like, uh, it's... I don't... What about yes, it? Yes, but, there, but there's a... I think the A-team is purely for entertainment value and, and being... Oh, I've let you it. Know. I've let it fall off. There are many. There are many critical critical notes to be made about the eighteen. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah. You, there's, there's. But if this. you're someone that can watch Roseanne all the time because that's your go-to show, there, she must get something out of it each time. Did I you don't think, think? Did you get anything out of watching the eighteen other than obviously? Like, did you a little like bit of DJ like was a brat? Didn't you think? Yeah. DJ was a Which brat. DJ definitely. Dun dun. There were two DJs. Dun. Yeah, there were yeah. two DJs. I think. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I was really mad because I felt that the A team could have been a better show if George Papart didn't chase out Melinda Coulet in the first episode in the first season. She was Amy, and Amy was like the newspaper reporter that was like always gave the A team a veneer of legitimacy because she was like, "I'm here investigating about that. I'm here working on a story." The mentalist of the A team. Oh, good basically. call. Good call. <laughs> Way to bring it back to the CBS the CBS ecosystem. Yeah. You. You Viacom shit. This couch that you're sitting on is paid for by Viacom. I, I thought you just stole it. No. Then, uh, yeah, go go right ahead, Dan. I, I ran out of steam. Oh, no, there's no steam to be run out of when we're talking about the A-Team and Roseanne, so, except I don't give a fuck. We could cut together. Because <laughs> I don't really. So we, went yeah. Down, yeah, so we went down to Jersey, and uh, I brought the pies, <laughs> <laughs> and we started singing songs. I think, that's where, I think that was where it got to, because these were guys that I used to play guitar with in high school, and they still recorded stuff together and stuff and such things. But and they I, had a left-handed guitar for you. No, uh, yeah. working with those guys, I learned how to play upside down, and then that's eventually true. got my own guitar. But uh, we ne we didn't play a Tom Petty song that night. We played a few songs and sang along with each other, but we didn't play any pa Tom Petty songs that night, and uh, it felt just poignant thinking back to it this week. It's very yeah. It's Tom Petty hit hit a. Hit a chord for me. No he pun, struck. No, he no, struck a chord. No, no pun intended. Yeah, but you're smirking as if you yeah. like that the pun happened. <laughs> I did because it was just natural, man. It's just natural. Right, right. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Uh, you said it well earlier, which was like your musical life. Uh, as as long as I can remember enjoying music on my own and not having people play music for me. And finding stuff on my own, Tom Petty has been in that lexicon, that musical right, lexicon right. from the very beginning. One of the first songs I ever learned how to play on guitar was Breakdown. Um, nice. Right. I mean, yeah. It is so cool, too, because he's a master of, like, simplicity. But, like, the studio records have so much cool shit going on, but it's never, it doesn't never felt overproduced, and it never felt like there was more shit going on than needed to be. 
which is funny because I, I can't remember what documentary I was watching. I was watching something and they were talking about how, uh, like in the studio while they were writing, like Tom Petty was like, had all these like, Oh, and then I'm going to do this. I'm going to play this lick. I'm going to play this lick. And it's going to be like this. And there's like a lot of shit. And like the producers would just be like, no, eh, no, 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 no. We're going to cut that beginning. We're going to cut all this stuff. Just, just, just give, give us, the just give us the goods. Just yeah. give us the meat and potatoes. And it was make sure you hammer on a lot, man. Hammer he, on. He, he loved the hammer ons, uh, spanning several decades of, yeah. uh, of rock. Oh yeah, big time, and I, still doing it, and still, still do like. Two years ago, I was at SNL, and he was a musical guest, and I didn't like meet him, meet him, but walked by him and was like, "Thank you." And we had a we had a moment where he just yeah didn't he didn't wink like you just did, Michael, but he he acknowledged the fact that I the, said thank you for the listener. I just winked. Is this knowingly like- at Dan? It's just like when you met uh, the artist in the elevator, sort of the same sort of idea. Oh God, yeah. You just have weird. Uh, well, because I don't like to. I don't like to say much. You were there with Jay Z. I just want eye the- contact, and I want. <laughs> I want to. Uh, I want them to know that Four, I appreciate them. Four forty four, and I'm not expecting anything in return. So after this uh, this podcast, I'm going to go out and try to interview these people, and I'll just be like, "Hey, do you remember the uh, the the kid that just stares at you all the time?" Oh hey, yeah, yeah, Tom yeah, Petty's yeah. dead. Restraining order, yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, 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 so you can't interview him. That's messed up. Or are you talking about somebody else? But I have been telling Abramovich. You. Yeah, there you go. That's who I'm talking about. Roman Abramovich, o- owner of the Chelsea Football Club, and definitely a criminal. <laughs> Definitely a criminal. No, is, but look, I'm glad that we've I'm glad that we figured out we, we figured out a way to get from American football to Tom Petty, right? Back to the European soccer. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that Abramovich was in with Putin. He took all this. I don't know what he's. A, you know, there are some guys who are honestly like billionaires in aluminum and potassium and and things like yeah, that. Aluminum and, magnet. Right, which is ironic because it's not magnetic right but that's what that's what the guy who paul manafort was trying to get in touch with so he could do some shady business yeah it's uh, all out there you can read it it's not fake news all these guys uh have have their each guy has their own industry and i'm really surprised they didn't all buy soccer clubs but one of them decided to buy chelsea and was very successful spending a ton of money and uh winning a few things and buying uh, liverpool's best player Oh, now, now we see where it really hits. Mm. It's deep for you. Yeah, it cut. It cut a little bit. I talked about liking uh, Chelsea to someone at work who was a soccer fan, and he looked at you and he was like, "You obviously just have the FIFA demo. Hey. You don't have the full game." Ooh, I have Ouch. the new FIFA demo though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have this year's now. So, Mike, stepping up. Okay, so you know what I did? I went a little back on memory lane and looked and made a sensible purchase of a you know FIFA from. A couple of years ago for, wow. 20, for 20 bucks or $17. Oh, really? That, I mean, I feel like you can get them at... Sorry, 13 Yeah, there you go. That sounds better. Must still be a we, we can take that. Up. We can take that other part out, right? Yeah, yeah 13 yeah. I got it for $13. Yeah, there you $13? Go. $13? Is that on a eight, PlayStation eight. singular? It's on a please. It's on a, a, P, uh, a PS three sixty. It's from my. It's for my PS three sixty. The only game he has. Hey, you know what? For some a, reason, hey I Mike. Don't know why. Here's the thing. I'm just glad I never gave it to you because your your brain isn't rotted. 
Do you know how many kids are, are rotted in the brain from GTA Five, and how it's my fault? That's yeah, and that's yeah. the money you're going to feed your family with. No, no, that money's long gone, my friend. <laughs> they didn't. The SAG after didn't fix that bullshit until afterwards. I wish it was all retroactive. Can you imagine did that? The video, did the video game strike get resolved to a certain it's extent? sort of to a degree. Uh, to a degree. Should be more up on that. Yeah, uh, you should have. Did you did you vote for the president? No. You didn't do anything? No, no. Uh, Gary Johnson, actually. Not Just bad. kidding. Everybody who voted for Gary Johnson is on my bad list, okay? You could say shit. No, because it, Melissa Joan Hart is on there, so she's not on my shit list. Um, but it's a bad list. It's a bad list. Yeah. <clears throat> it is. I got into a big f- fight with my parents about... Uh, me saying that anyone uh, who uh, voted for Trump was an idiot oh, and no. saying that was, I shouldn't generalize like that. And I said, well, I think anybody who lives in the states of New York and New Jersey have every right to say that because we've dealt with this bullshit. So as long as, long as I've been listening to Tom Petty, I've been hearing about what a piece of shit Donald right, Trump right, is right, it's my whole fucking life. His bullshit continues. And so when, outlets, when, some, uh, idiot, when some idiot in Wyoming votes for him because they saw him on fucking TV... And thinks, you know, may I, you know, Hillary and Benghazi and emails and Clintons are murderers and all these things. Don't forget your your vote is worth less than the vote of the jerk in Wyoming because. Right. Because right, it only takes because it only takes three hundred thousand of them to to to, to, to put in a, to turn a state of color to put in to put in a state and two two senators right and one house member which is kind of embarrassing but <laughs> that's embarrassing yes we're gonna put you in the coal mine. But yeah, I mean, whatever. I didn't. I don't, I don't need to get. We don't need to get political because we uh, had a really late, fun. It's a little late for that. I We've know. got a great lineup for you yeah, today, guys. Uh-huh. We got some musical guests and a, <laughs> uh, the Walenda, the Flying Walendas are here. The 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 trapeze people. Mm. Just kidding. Nobody's here. What we are here to talk about. I'm sorry for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I was dropping a pen. Yep. Uh... No big Just, deal. Uh, but yeah, you guys, uh, you, uh, we should talk about that. You guys went on a uh, uh, an adventure. Mike and I had so a real. Speak. Mike and I had a real adventure weekend. Jeremy, I, I hope I didn't overreact. I just was really looking forward to you coming with us. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. It turns out it turns out that we just had um, two double beds. So it's uh, it's pretty good it that you didn't. Worked out that you didn't <laughs> pretty good that you didn't come with uh, us. Otherwise, you would have slept standing up in the closet. But it was a it, bathtub. It was no, a great closet. I've slept in a bathtub once. It is not comfortable. Really? You put pillows and shit in there? It's not comfortable? Uh, I don't think I had time for the pillows. And you get the bag, the laundry bag, you tape it over the shower head so if somebody fucks with you. It doesn't leak? It goes into the bag and not on you. Oh, uh, you've got dickhead friends. It's if you happened. had to think about I'm, that, I'm that's sorry. thinking I'm sorry, do you have a no, rubber... I'm preemptively thinking of what happens Do you have a rubber I... laundry bag of some type? <laughs> no, like the ones that you have in the hotel that hang with the, the hanger. Yes, the, the yes, yes, those yes. Are you've very, blacked out, those you've are blacked out at hotels before. They probably have holes in them too, to be honest. I pack my dirty clothes in there all the time and when I Pull that bag out when the trip is over. That top part always rips off. No, the bag goes because it's perforated at the top. <laughs> Signore, <laughs> no more, no more, no more. Oh, your socks is so smelly. Your socks they stink. <laughs> I'm a choking. Uh, but yeah, Jeremy bitched out last minute. That wasn't last minute. It was last minute to Mike, but but previously, yeah, he had let you know. Yeah, he had let you know earlier. But I was uh, looking forward to just another uh, road trip with us because I think we did put adventures in the title of the podcast. I'm trying to remember. That. No, we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's mm-hmm. the adventures of mm-hmm. Danny. But this is an adventure if you think about it. 
doing really a podcast. Yes, opening the doing a podcast is very adventurous. Yeah, it's only for the boldest and bravest. That's right, people. That's right, and you don't know what's hiding behind that foam wall. Maybe, yeah, yeah. A lot of your pubes, I, I would imagine. I was, was going to say sheetrock and snot, but uh, I figure I figure I would rip a couple pubes out and put them behind each one. So if the if they fell, then I could think that maybe one of my pubes landed on one of your shoulders. That is disgusting, and that would dude. Make me laugh. Not only is it disgusting, but that is the ass pennies formula. <laughs> it is the ass yeah, pennies. Thank you, wow. Thank yeah. you, UCB, for yeah. making me feel that way. But right. it's true. Ass pennies. No, but you guys hosted an event. You hosted a, an event in yeah, the Yeah, up, up, oh, up in the Catskills. Up in the Catskill Mountains. We went through this like Irish, totally Irish town of Durham. Oh, very strange. It was just it was like, like... Here are these, these nice little old quaint houses. It was shamrocks on every I, fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Everything that was vertical had a shamrock on it. Really? Yeah. It was very strange. I mean, I had And thought, like little gift places that were like, these are real Irish... China. Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck? Like, porcelain. Porcelain Irish stuff. This is Wexford. This is Waterford. Yeah, Waterford Crystal and shit like that. Yeah. But we didn't stop at any of them, so we couldn't no. uh, verify these claims. Sometimes you It gotta... could have been a front. It could have been a front for the IRA. I thought of the I thought of the Catskills as like, you know, Jewish, the the forties, fifties, and sixties, like Yeah, that, what's it called? It's called right. the Borscht Belt. The Borscht Belt, exactly. Like that's that's what you think of up there. And then there was a Turns out there was this whole like Irish part of the Catskills. The Polish advertised the Poconos. That's what they okay. like. They like the Poconos. I don't know that they ever went to the Catskills. And then the Ukrainians went to Crimea. No, what's the, the what's this the <laughs> Marlboro? No, not Marlboro. New York. Marlboro? Yeah, I don't know. There's a big. There's a. There's a big. Uh, you shot a movie and we got to stay in this huge complex mansion. Oh, thing. a settlement? Yeah, that Where, was mostly. Uh, is it up? It's close to actually, Indian it might Point. Be Polish. I don't know. Is it close to Indian Point? No, Marlboro's up there. I don't think it's Marlboro. I, that was another another thing. But uh, I'll do a. Oh, I could do a fact check. Patterns of migration, patterns and peoples. But yeah, it's interesting to 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 see that that's the. Uh, I don't know. It's just different when you go upstate or when I go up there to like camp or something. It's just small towny and beautiful and hilly. And the place where we stayed was on the National Register of Historic Places. Oh, that's that's. And close. it was exactly the right distance away from the campground where the festival was, where yeah. we, we wouldn't hear any rocking. Just out. enough, just enough to be out of it. It's like oh, one really? mile down the road. And oh, also nice. the National Historic part of that house, which is probably very much haunted because it was a weird looking dilapidated. Oh yeah, we didn't stay building. in that part. We were a couple hundred yards up. On the hill, yeah. on these beautiful, beautiful little motel rooms. Double stacks. Did you guys have door side by side? or? Well, we thought we had two room keys because we did have two room keys, but it's, they were for the same room. They were just labeled uh, differently. So we kept, <laughs> I kept looking around and being like, this isn't true. Like We said we got two rooms. But and, they both opened up the same door, and the, that was the only one. Yeah, and know. and it took us a couple minutes to even recognize that, because we were both like, no, 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 this it's, isn't it. No, it's no. haunted. No, no, no. What do you mean? Oh, you just can't lock the door? It's like, no, the door locks, and Mikey opens it. Well, the door locks, and Mikey opens it. Well, it's a I universal guess, key. I guess we're sleeping Somebody's in the same in the room. That, it, uh, that worked itself out quite quickly. Uh, but it, Melt Asia was held in this campground that was had all these cool different weird cabins and then there were people yeah. camping there were teepees and like uh airstreams and weird buildings and yes it was a it was a place where also i think biker events happen i feel like it was a very like 
like a Catskills, like I'm coming up for the weekend for the bike show. Mm. And there could have been a there could have been a bike. What's show. it called? Oh, it was called the Blackthorn Resort. That's what it was called. Up in Durham, New York. Um, That's where we were, and uh, there were, were rock shows, and there was Mike and I had never hosted anything like this before. I've never done like well, a other than that uh, that open house, <laughs> New Year's. <laughs> oh, and that when you used to it's a Pete and Pete episode when you used to open for the Stones. I didn't no. see that episode. No, oh, it's probably season God. two. Yeah, you'll, you'll work I'll on the poster. There. I'll get there. Uh, yeah, Christmas, yeah, we want to. We want to. Oh, so Christmas is coming. <laughs> this is like the most. It's like your your uncle that gives you I the shittiest gift. No, I can't. You know like, what you're wait, getting you all know, year. Yeah. You know it. Yeah, no, I can't. You know do it. Look, like, it's here a, comes. It's, it's a, a joke comb. Yeah, right. great. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, is this a barrel of monkeys? Right. Very funny. Oh, what's in the bottom of the barrel of monkeys? Oh, a five dollar bill. Or thanks, or thanks, Uncle John. Generic can of fruit salad that snake pops out of. Yeah. Oh, I mean that would be. More, I would actually like that. I would prefer that to a, a, a meaningless uh, barrel of monkeys mm. with a five dollar bill on the bottom of it. I could have said, "Hey, man, is that a real present?" Just put the five dollars in the card. No, right. that was a real present. I had it really wow. happened to me. What wow. the barrel of monkeys? Yeah, it's the worst present you've ever gotten. And t- from whom? No, don't tell from whom. But um, I. Kind of liked all my gifts. Yeah, yeah. Every single, you? every single one. Really? Yeah, I'm thankful. I'm thankful too. Even I'm on just Christ- saying, what Christmas birthdays? Everything. I'm just, I can't remember if that was a birthday thing. I just thought it was really. I thought it was a random thing. And I don't I know think he's any- trying to be funny. No, I think I've always gotten good gifts, and even if it's like a sweater, I'm gonna wear it. Mm, I mm, am. Mm. I am. I'll wear it. Oh, I definitely don't wear things I don't like if someone gives me. Uh, it took me. That, it took me a I, while. Eventually, I, I learned to. You, no, eventually, I learned to exchange them. Uh, eventually, I thought you were gonna say eventually I would go through and I have to wear it because Mike has a thing where he has to wear every piece of clothing he has at least once. Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, he's wearing that uh, for the yeah, listener. You, yeah, for the listener, he's wearing a New York Knicks shirt, Good and Knicks. it's sad because uh, the Brooklyn Nets wipe their fucking asses. Oh, you mean court. in the preseason game? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Great. Yeah, it's great. Who cares? <laughs> Preseason or not, you know it what? Doesn't that's, care. That's all. That's all a Brooklyn Nets fan. Actually, gets that's your regular season. That's, that's your Super say, Bowl. I was, <laughs> was going to say that's how Jet. That's how Jets fans. That's how Giants fans felt. Jet fans would feel about this season, but it turns out differently. You know what's really funny though, it's, and I feel bad now because all the shit talking I've ever done about the Jets is that Jet fans feel the pain and are more uh, likely to commiserate. With a Giants fan being 0-4 in this position. Never. I have never, not heard. I have, never, not, I have, I have a couple Jet fans who have no. been like, oh, boy. No. Psychological Sorry, profile. Oh, psychological is, are they profile. just fucking with me? No. Jets, Mets. Jets, Mets. They're already right. used to this. They're used to, they're used to this, like, the cowering in the corner and, yes. you know, collapsing syndrome. So there's, there's not there's not an, uh, an affinity there that's real. Did the Mets make the postseason? No. Come on, man. I don't know. I'm asking. It's fucked up. It's okay, Jeremy. Uh, they, 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 they went 20 games under 500 this year. We, uh, yeah. we, didn't, uh, we didn't bring any sports balls up to, uh, up to Melt Asia, but we did grab our, we did help ourselves to two Frisbees that I tried to get Dan to throw around and with, uh, with, with minimal success. Middling results, <laughs> the I angles? would say. No, it wasn't the angles. He would just throw it. And like, like, it was like, oh, it was like a dog. He, was, he wasn't like we were playing catch. Like he would just throw it and be like, where are you going to go get it? Throw it back? Like, I'm not your fucking dog, Michael. I don't remember that this part of the exchange. This is how sports work. I don't remember this that is, part of the exchange. Well, that's, that's how I remember it, at least. You, 
I don't know. I have a, anyway, I have you a hard time your... remembering some some stuff. Yeah, some stuff is hazy Wait, why is from that? that night. Well, you know. I thought I would imagine that Michael will tell you that the HSIs were high that weekend when Ooh. you have a personal bartender in the back backstage. Right. Dan, were you indicating? Were you indicating? Had, you know, lots of beers and tequila. I was doing lots of tequila shots. That right. was my thing. I had a. You had a. Tequila I had a. Shot. I had a tequila shot. I had a tequila drink on. Friday night, and I think I had a tequila drink on Saturday night or something like that. I, I mostly went over to that guy and was like, "Give me some, some water. Give me some water. <laughs> give me another one for the kid." I kept, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I kept picking up That's Gerard. True. Well, you were also giving me water, trying to make sure I stayed hydrated. Being a good, I was, TV I was doing brother. the buddy buddy system a little bit. It was also like you know the, the permanent hoard. Whenever you work anywhere where there's free water, you just start hoarding yeah. water, and you're just like hoard. I need this. Unless it's Nestle and fuck Nestle. Fuck Nestle. God, they are the worst no, brand. What do we get? We had Crystal Geyser. That's probably yeah, Nestle. It's probably Nestle, too. Um, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I know. I know. We might have... Hey. I'm surprised you didn't make any ranch waters. You had all the... Uh, most oh, of we the had all the fixings? Uh, we, no, there was not a... The citron. Oh, well, that's not true. On Friday night, we did get sent home with a, a bottle of... of Club soda. Club soda. Club soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the good we stuff. Don't, well, the club soda's got the sodium in it. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, why Jeremy no can't have it. No good. No, that's I guess, why he likes it. What? No, I don't like it. I don't like sodium in my seltzer. I see him. He just pours salt. Straight into table his salt, polar right? Yeah, yeah, I've like, seen that too. For the listener, I'm I'm shaking salt into my mouth. That looks suspiciously like something else. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> moving on. Cocaine. <laughs> Cocaine. Uh, we never did anything like that before. What's we that hosting? We weren't really sure like, how to go about it, and everybody there- Was very nice. Was very nice, and very lax, and very like, whatever, man, just you know, yeah. do whatever. So we would just basically call people over. Except for Morico right Mor and Youth, they were very tight. Yeah, Morico and Youth was very tight. Very that tight. was not a- Do not lie. There were some, some quick turnovers, and there were some weird lulls. Uh, but we we managed to get through. We had a we had a, um, a survival book that I thought would be funny to read. That was what I was like my go to. And at the, when we first went out there, I was like, I'm going to read one of these we, every time. We used it, right? And, and we only used it twice because <laughs> it was hard. Because you know what? As somebody who is a musician and understands like putting your shit up on stage and getting your little center together. Yeah. I felt very awkward and out of place, like, you know, stepping Naked. over people yeah. I had no who were putting their shit up and like... I had no such problem with this right, because no, I'm not a musician. Well, I didn't mean it like that. I just, I, honestly, it was just my head fuck. Like, yeah, that man. was my personal... Wait, did you say head fuck? Yeah, it was my own personal head fuck. Which is a... Your uh, own personal head fuck. Reach out and fuck face. Okay. Whoa, well, that's, uh, that's um, kids are kids are kids are <laughs> checking you out. You know. encouraged me to say shit earlier. I, know I, did. Say, I said I know bad I did. list, and you said shit list. Well, because bad list is is, is doesn't exist. Okay, no naughty, thing. naughty, my naughty no, that's, list. If you're Christmas, yeah, if you're talking Christmas, that that would that um, exists. Wasn't hmm. there a show called the Bad List? The Bad List. Or was Black that the Blacklist? The Blacklist. That's still it. on. It and, was I, it. and I know the gaffer. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad he's got work. He's a good guy. I'm glad he's got work. Yeah. Show's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? The Blacklist? That's the one with Spader, right? Yeah. yeah. Adele likes that one. It's oh, yeah. so It's so confusing. Because Spader, like, increasingly resembles Krang, 
from the from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's where James Spader is just like slowly <gasps> shrinking into this like bald brain. Oh he's just God. like he's just like. <laughs> he, remi- he reminds me of Richard Lloyd. I hear he's good to work with. Uh oh. That's what I mean. I feel like James. Does he Spader, also does he Spader also remind you of George C. Could, Scott? No, no, very different. But yeah. I don't know gotta go there. Yeah, Spader creeps me out when I watch any of the Blacklist ever. Yeah, he weirds me out in general. He weirds me out in general. Uh, you know what? I watched uh, Sex, Lies, and Videotape when I was young. I was probably too young to watch that movie. I want to say that that was... Was there sex on the videotape? I never saw it. Sex, Lies, and Videotape? No. I think that was the debut of Laura San Giacomo. Nope. Um, no. No, but anyway, no, James no. James Spader James Spader's in it and Andy McDowell and it's like a it's a troubling film. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing at auditions. There was this one place and there was they had a big a poster of it. Yeah, because uh, Lou Dijamo cast it or whoever oh, was it that, was. Is that, I don't where, think it was Lou Dijamo. It was one of those casting places. Yeah, yeah that, uh-huh. uh That's that's all I know about that movie. Is no, I think I saw that. it when I was like. 14 I want to say it was 13 14 because I think it was home alone 2 91 and uh you ready for I was the, too young you ready for the snot go ahead go, yeah give me the give me the uh, and played by Andy McDowell Andy McDowell is trapped by, in a sexually and emotionally unfulfilled relationship with her husband Peter Gallagher no relation. yeah there's Peter Gallagher and successful then Jamie Spader boy but unpleasant lawyer who's sleeping with her sister Cynthia Lauren St. Giacomo San Giacomo uh, the underlying tensions in the couple's marriage right at the surface when Graham, James Spader, the old a friend college, of John's from college, the old college friend, who's been drifting for Are nine years. Are you fucking kidding oh, me? Like, turns this, this fucking plot writes it And videotapes <laughs> Cynthia and Anne as they talk about their sexual desires. Yeah, I think I was 13. Ooh. I just, I remember my cousin was sitting me at that point, Christopher. Like, grandma came out, grandpa came out, mom was out, dad was out. And then, like, my cousin was sitting me for a while, so... Just in the hotel, getting put, get movies on pay per view. Oh, he man. wasn't gonna let me. He wasn't gonna let me rock SpectraVision, you know, and mm. spank it. No, no, no. But I did manage to watch. I guess we had HBO or whatever oh, like yeah. that. I bet you still spanked it. Not at that age. <laughs> I think. I think it was the same situation as. Uh, as the old Weldon house, I think it was two double beds in one room. So there's no, <laughs> no, no spank, no spanks, zero spanks. The funny thing is, if that if we would have went, if I would have gone to this with you and had those double beds, one of you would have had the same story that I had with Ed in L.A. or you two maybe. It would have been a, a a Danny and Mike bed and a Jeremy bed. I'm just I'm just uh, yeah, trying to leave. You leave your mark deep, Jeremy. Yeah, we would have had to draw straws. You I would have so? done it. I would have done it fairly like that. I would have just. But shot, I wouldn't. Have, I would have I just shot myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go sleep at the hippies. Yeah. We uh, we had a good time. We didn't really have to use the beds too much, but no, we were only there the one night because we were out there rocking. For the listener, I'm winking. Oh no 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 uh, no! I, I got it. No no, no no I get it. No, no, uh, no but we we were out there rocking. There were a lot of good bands. Uh, turned out some friends from college were there. Yeah, well you you had that a little SUNY purchase reunion. Uh, yeah, I mean you already know Adira Amra right. from when we uh-huh. have done a couple of shows together, and her sister Alana is also a musician that I went to college with, and who is, I've known about because my old roommate was her bass player, and anytime he would be like, "I'm going out with Alana Amra," I'm like going out on what band? Just her. Oh, cool. Oh Alana's, yes, Alana's and the Rough Gems. She had the Rough yeah. Gems going, and so she did. Is now hooked up with a band called Death Valley Girls, and we uh, 
we saw them play, and that was a lot of fun. Who just had their van breakdown, and there's a GoFundMe for their van. Can we help them wanna, out? If you want to go out there and can help we, Death Valley Girls. Can we send them, if you're playing if you're playing Mealborn, it would be great if you send them some essence. It's two things we're asking. Daily Pies, if you're in Brooklyn, New York, in the area. If you if like you not, there, you're in the West Coast, to help out Death Valley Girls. Or they're on tour right now, right? They're on tour, but you can find, they have a GoFundMe. GoFundMe if, you, yeah. if you find Death Valley Girls on social media or online, you will be able to find their GoFundMe. It was, it was good to see some Back on the road, some familiar faces from way back, and then we heard some some great bands that I had only read about or seen in the paper and not listened to ever, and it was good. It was yeah. good to catch them. Like I said, the aforementioned Morricone youth. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rocky Erickson was great. Guy from the Thirteenth Floor. Elevators. Yeah, I think I think uh, Andy Andy Animal, who runs the Meltasia thing, uh, definitely pulled us in with that with that Rocky Erickson uh, top line. He just curated a very good festival. Lots of good bands. Would you stop using the word curate? Why? What else? Did Would you I just use stop? It? You list. You live near the Brooklyn Museum, and now just like everything is curated. Oh my let me god! Cu- let me curate this Get meal for you. Let me curate. Here. Okay, let me curate this seltzer okay. for you. I have. Okay, I have okay. cranberry. Okay, I have okay. black cherry. You know, That's I, not. Are you curating. as sick of it? Are you as sick of it as I am? Do Jeremy? I say curate a lot? I do not. You just said it twice. Well, because so, we're in the moment talking about it. About what? Exactly. Fuck you, man. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not that dumb. Are you? But if you were like (laughs) ran a museum and you had to gather art, what would what would what would it be? What would would you call that job? What would you be doing? I would be curating. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree with you, Michael. He says it way too much. Thank you, Jeremy. I'm glad that we can. I'm glad we can come together on this. Uh, Andy Animal puts a list of bands together that play well like in a, a wish, festival setting. A wish setting. list, yeah. He he really does. And then, don't forget about that crazy fucking possum, man. When we got there, I was looking at this lift, and, and for the listener, you yeah, know you, you know I'm excited. a con- you you know I'm connoisseur. when you see a lift. I'm a connoisseur of aerial work Boy, platforms, he was like, man. Ooh, I, let me see that. It was oh, it had yeah. like it had two joysticks and it looked it looked like it was built around the time of Pong. <laughs> and and I and they, it they lifted hung, it actually lifted the very first Pong because the first Pong was, was that 5, heavy. Thousand pounds. Yes, it, it came with a room sized <laughs> computer to make it work. Uh, they hung this uh, they hung the the mascot of Maltasia, who was a, a big fucked up possum dressed mm-hmm. like Mickey and the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay, uh, from this lift, this ancient lift, and then people were yanking on it like a puppet. Wow! And then these, it broke because people were yanking on it like a too puppet. much, too much. <laughs> and then and then Saturday Saturday they reinforced it with much better, much more yeah. wood uh-huh. and strong backs, and it looked like it worked better. Hmm. It was a lot of fun. Okay. It sounds like it. I think it was. You guys, it's uh, nice. It. I like small festivals like that that aren't, you know, Bonnaroo. Or and, fr- and Friday Bonnaroo. night, Raekwon the chef, uh, knocking it out. We thought. Oh man. Yeah, we he thought that it wouldn't be. It. Yeah, we thought it wouldn't be. It was a good way to to end that first night. Yeah, well, it was a good way to end that first night until he wasn't ready, and we came out to introduce him, and people in the front row were like. Fuck you! Yeah, they didn't. Fuck want... you! Bring on Raekwon! I like don't want to see your ginger asses. I like that. Fuck you! Well, for for the, for their you know in their defense, we were wearing assless chaps at the time. Well, that's true. So uh, they got but, to see a lot of you. You know, yeah, they did see a lot of I us. Tr- I brought like outfits and didn't really wear them. I remember getting very cold that first night, just using all our it layers. Was a little, and I set myself on fire chill. sitting by the. Uh, you did the cooking fire. Yeah. There was, was a great food. There was a big, the big open cooking pit. Great, great food from Buxton Hall. Yeah. Oh man, that shit was so good. Yeah. Uh, 
But he was thought he could be real cool, and he was sitting on the end of the grate, being like, "I, I can sit here, like it's think, just a rubbly, ashy." I, I didn't think I could be real cool. I was just had a cold ass, Jeremy. Right. Jeremy, you know this. You you were born with a cold ass. He I was wasn't born with trying no ass. to be cool. Similar, he but just different. had a cold ass. Yeah. Coincidence? I wasn't trying to be cool. Much? I think not. You're trying to be a, yeah anti cool for sure. I guess. Yeah, I was uncooling myself by the fire, and an ember caught a. Caught him, started to go up, and I was like, "Mike, you're on fire, dude!" It set and he's the like, I'm not on fire, and then he looks, and I'm like, "You're on fire, dude!" <laughs> it set the old. He's like, "Thanks, man, I feel it too." That that last <laughs> intro was yeah, dope. We, I think the like, crowd, oh, Mike, you're on fire. I think the crowd is really feeding back to us this time. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think the crowd really likes the fact that I told them what to do in case they encounter a poisonous snake. I uh, I set the old Patagooch puff jacket on fire oh, there, no. and uh, not too worried about it because i heard they have a very liberal return policy <laughs> oh do they yeah i think you can well like, this podcast will null and void that i'll right. send that along when you go to get a refund well what are you going to attach it as a file yeah it's I'll too large it. it's too large <laughs> what are you going to dropbox it they're not going to open no, a fucking dropbox take... from you they've been spying on people <laughs> condoleezza rice is the ceo of dropbox Drockbox. She's on the board of directors. She's not the fucking Is CEO. That true? I'm sorry. She's on the board of directors. So Jeremy, should... fact check me, please. I should stop. Number two. I should yeah. stop putting my stuff on Dropbox. Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. Here's another little. Speaking of getting set on fire, before I fact check that, uh, I used He's to wear baggy pants, like Jenkos. Used or to Lee wear Jenkos back in the day. And I and I sometimes I'd uh, curl. You know, the, uh, they were too long, so i just do a little roll. You'd cuff, you'd cuff them. And I remember going into a fast food restaurant, uh, and I, sm I was smoking at that point, so I had a cigarette, and I threw it down, went inside to the McDonald's your, or whatever. Your cuffs, sir, your cuffs are on fire. And I'm just like, um, I'll take that, and then at some point I'm like, man, you guys are burning something back there. You should really check what's going on. And then she's, <laughs> she just like looks over the counter and was like, oh, no, your your leg's on fire. Yeah, no, it's it's you, the cigarette. It's you. a hole through your through your jinkos. I have I've burned a hole in my jeans with a 4K. Uh, oh, was wow. testing was testing a light with no lens on it. Uh, there's there's like a ultraviolet screen and then a shaped lens to kind of focus the light. So the light was not focused, and I was just leaning over it, writing the color temperature on the light. Mm -hmm. And Tommy Ray points at me and goes, "Your legs on fire." Oh. <laughs> and I, I dump a uh, I dump a bottle of water on there. I had those jeans for a long time. Well, I got you both beat. Okay. Okay. This is not a contest. Yeah, what is I'm just, I know. Like, Wait, is this the you're, Pomodoro you're, story you're, again? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I was in Sicily. You could. <laughs> it is a burning. It is a burning story. His yeah. his flesh does burn. That, oh, and the Piaggio. Anyway, no, I was uh, maybe a freshman in college, and I had these like parachute, like rayon, plasticky, oh, baggy yeah. pants, and. At Hampshire, my first year, my buddy from Philly bought this really awesome, like, city massive map of Philadelphia, and it came, it's like four feet high or something like that. So it came with this big plastic tube. Was it made of paper? Which we turned was it made into, of paper? We turned it, no. A bong. We turned it into a bong. Right so we away. had a four foot bong in the, in the hall, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we were smoking hash out of it, and I cleared a huge tube. And I coughed into the bong. All by himself. I coughed into the bong. So the, the cherry flew and out. The cherry flew oh. out and it landed on my lap. And I didn't see it at first because I was just like coughing. And my eyes were closed. Right. And I was just like. <laughs> and all of a sudden. This is I looked, so good. I looked down and it like it just went from being like, you know, maybe uh, 
a dime size to a quarter size to just like started like wow. spreading Why and the rayon was sticking to my skin <laughs> and it was like melting and I was like oh my god I, just, I, I ripped my pants off in front of like 10 or 15 people like on the, on the floor because you're all just smoking weed and I didn't want to burn myself any longer so I ripped my pants off and was walking around in my boxers and had to go to the next building because that's where my fucking door room was. I'll never wear so rayon to, again. I had to go out in my boxers and walk to the next building and, and go back in. That's why MC Hammer uh, flame-proofed his pants. Oh, because of that? After yeah. Michael Jackson. It's you really know, it's stupid. Like... All, of, all of those con- air, uh, fire extinguishers were filled with Diet Pepsi. <laughs> that's the weird part. There's a foaming foaming oh, agent. Did you see this funny video that's going around on the internet, guys, about a, a guy who was smoking a cigarette? Is this going to translate well to this o- guy audio? Was, this guy was smoking a cigarette at a gas station. Oh, totally. And that's a no-no. You're not allowed to be doing that. It's against the law. And, and the guy sense. told him that, and the and the driver was like, ah, fuck you, I'm not going to listen, and kept smoking. So the guy, the gas guy, comes out, he goes, grabs the fire extinguisher from the side, Oh. thing and just lights him up just like <laughs> blow, blows it all over him in his car on him and the dude didn't like fight back or move he was so stunned Good. that this just did happened he, did he and drive he's away just standing there he drove away right the video the video cuts off like i would really like to see what happened afterwards darn that video but it, hey that's a good jumping a, off point for us in our improv right oh okay yeah. okay jeremy <laughs> you're the fire extinguisher okay i am the guy in the car dan you're the gas station attendant ready i'm the gas station attendant yeah you're the guy who just the blower, you're the, the one who the just fucking blasted him in the blasted. Do, I, but do have i already blasted yeah yeah yeah. we're just well, this is the jumping okay. off point ready <sighs> no and that's I'm what i the said fire to extinguisher. you oh my gosh this i'm the fire extinguisher i'm the attendant this has been such a friday this has been this has been a crazy friday you guys didn't i just want to smoke a cigarette so you come out and you say hey you shouldn't be smoking yeah i thought it was after that. no it's after that and oh, fire extinguishers you know don't guys, talk. Fire guys, extinguishers don't talk. What is this? For the, a fucking for the listener, for the want, listener, we're sorry, and we're not going to continue this because yeah. nobody, and nobody scene, was on and the same page. Scene. This, that might be the worst moment of improv anyone's ever heard in their lives. Well, there's some things we learned. Still better than that Billy Joel <laughs> game. What that Billy Joel game, which is name name the <laughs> name know. the song. You have ten seconds to okay. name the song. Captain Jack. Who do you rip off? Elton John, that was easy. Okay. That's probably the only one we the got The Stranger. Through. Well, that's got a lot in it. Um, that was one of Lou's uh, gifts to me in my 40th anniversary mix CD. Oh. And it's got some, he's got some piano in there. He's got some disco. He's got the, the disco beat. It's, yeah, who, who, does he, who does he rip off there? Is it Doug Stegmeyer on that driving bass? Could be Boz Skaggs. I never heard that one before. Boss Gags? I'm open to it. You don't know who Boss Gags is? No, I've never heard that in, in oh, comparison oh. with Billy Joel. I'm saying think about, think, about, think about Lido and think about The Stranger. Lido Beach? No. Lido. Dunk, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Who is that? Dunk, 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 That's Boss Gags. Is it really? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's Boss Sketch. You guys are totally like an Exit 57 sketch right now, <laughs> except it's not uh, funny. It's not, it's not blinded. It's not blinded by the light. Wait, it's the that's Boss Gags? You mean? Yeah. Oh, 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 is that who you're yeah. talking about? Uh huh. Are you doing it again? Are you trying to fuck with me? 
I was just going to go back to I was going to do the sketch that he was just. Uh, I was wondering. Right. Improv is not our thing today. Uh, I was wondering you know? if Dan maybe could uh, curate his own collection. Oh boy! Oh boy! That that word is going to come back. Can we just keep talking about Meltation? You know what we did on Saturday? Nope. Mike and I drove an hour and change away from the festival to get the best damn breakfast they have to offer at in the, the Catskills. At the Phoenicia Diner. We went to Phoenicia, New York to get to get some really good food. This is one it was of, dope food. This is one of these Mike, is, this was a Mike thing? You found this place? I found it. Okay. I found it, but Mike was driving. Okay. Unlike the Very last nice. time that Mike was supposed to drive and then we I don't had to, to this drive. Time I have to bring this, this up. This time I drove. Yeah. yeah. Mike yeah, did a great job driving. And it was so, this uh, place was so remote, this Phoenicia Diner, that they use Ronnie Brook milk in their milkshakes, which is some like that's farmer's market. Bottle? Yeah, that's Ooh. that farmer's market yeah. milk that I, uh-huh. so nope. I couldn't, he I couldn't very not. excited Yeah, I had it. to get one of those. Very, so. very excited about it. And there's, it's in the middle of nowhere. There was no cell service. It was crowded. So God it was crowded. forbid something, yeah. we got lost, we would have been real lost. Fucked. Right. And then I was just well, we like. We didn't know how to get out with GPS because there was no service. Right. And, and then I was just like, we were. and then I was just like, I'm going to turn off because this looks scenic. And we just like sat on a stream for we sat on a babbling brook for That's a while awesome. and we it was really had cool. a really beautiful moment moment yeah it was, we maybe, held, it was we maybe a number hands. it was a number of moments strung number, together yeah. strung together yeah you, we you, we crossed we crossed into the middle of a stream we didn't cross streams but we crossed into the middle of a single of stream. a stream yes danny it sounds like you curated a pretty great moment <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me that was mike, mike i provided the food mike provided the environment oh so you had a picnic no, 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 we just turned no, no. up. It we was ate, more of a nature. First, it was a nature hike. It was just. It was just a nature hike, and it turned into a high school nature hike. Because what do you do when you're in the middle of a stream in the middle of the woods where nobody's looking? You pee. You peed in the stream. No. We made arm fart noises. Mm. We definitely mm. made arm fart noises. And then you slipped off the rocks a few times. Got your feet wet. No, no, no I did not get wet one one time. My dad did that when we were on a. Uh, we used to go to the the Rocky the Smoky Mountains a lot. Is this like the thing in the eyeball again? No. Oh God. Maybe. No, but he, he, you know, he was walking on some rocks and thought he could handle himself and just completely lost his shit. Those shits are so scary. Straight on his back. Yeah, yeah. man. I did, yeah. I did do a little slip. Mike helped me once. I do remember that. There uh-huh. was a, a, a moment of a, of a slip up. I'm counting on the, the fact that he'll remember that stuff when I get older. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I will. I will. When you need help, man, I got you. Kidney dialysis, I got you. Yep. Uh, I might I might have to help you out with that one, but uh, you guys hey, you guys man, you guys helped me move. You guys helped me move two blocks. I'm very grateful. That has to be uh, at not least easy. Worth two visits to the senior citizen home when I get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. When you well, you're. I mean. You're already there. there. Well, yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say this is a great senior. Show. We're gonna start. That's we're gonna case. start podcasting from there. Actually, <laughs> I feel like such a Doris, young. I feel like up. such a young buck because you know I'm yeah. in a different decade than yeah. you're in. Where's the remote? Not by much, though. And everybody here by already. Enough. You're you're at home because everyone here has the AOL.com email mm. addresses. Okay, I use that joke twice. That's okay. Mm. Uh, so uh, you know what? What do you want to wrap up this year? Uh, this year, Maltasia story here. That that Claire was really good handling us. She she took care of us and got us checked in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, the all the people that we met were very nice. And and a shout out to B A Meali. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's such a crazy thing that. That Turns Anthony Mialy's a good friend of the pod. sister was doing all the visuals on a keytar. Oh, oh man! It figures out how to make weird shit happen she, yeah, via she controller of the. She keytar. had gifts. She had gifts. She had a MIDI connected. It was sick. It was good. 
It was, it was really good. It was good. It very was a very cool. psychedelic weekend. Lots of people were partaking in hallucinogenic uh, uh, extracurriculars. Not, not us, though. We were. We did not. We were good. We did not. We did not partake we in were any. Be- we were behaved. Yes, we were. Be- well, I wasn't as behaved as you were. Um, Mike was definitely the DD, and I definitely designated dad. I, I was definitely designated dad. I was definitely drinking for thirty six hours. Mm. I was I was definitely on it. I had to wake I had to wake him up to I had to wake him up to drink actually on Friday on Saturday morning. (laughs) I set I set my alarm to get up and watch the Liverpool game and they lost so bad they lost five nothing to Man. I heard it I heard it go off and then I heard nothing happen. I I was was like like, you fucking bastard. No no I was really well there was no Wi Fi I was it was not going to happen. No we had that TV in there that got. that got the soccer, but I'm so glad I didn't watch it. I would have. It was a little soured, tube. It would have soured my my day, and we had a good day. It was a great day. We had a nice weekend, and it was a great night. And and Mike got in the car after Rocky Erickson was over, and we could have stayed and partied into the morning, but instead we got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I was, I was home by like two thirty in the in the morning. You were. We, and you yeah. woke me up. We drove like we drove I, like well, animals. You drove. You drove, and I was awake for some of it. I don't remember falling asleep. I just remember waking up to you being like, "We're in front of your car," and then I turned my car on, and you're like, "Your car sounds like shit." <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad and I was we didn't like, take I told your... you that's why I didn't want to take it up into the fucking Catskills. That's what he goes. Dan goes. <laughs> Dan, Dan prefaces this whole trip with, "I don't want to take it up any unnecessary slopes." <laughs> Take it up any unnecessary inclines. Yeah, he goes, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, unnecessary this is so, inclines. This is so it's like you maybe, maybe you should get your car fixed yeah. first. It's good, good band name. So though. good. You know, unnecessary incline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not bad, not bad. We want to say thanks to Andy Animal and yeah. Altasia. That was Thank a really you. good time. Uh, I was so happy to see Alana and uh, Josh Styles, a couple kids from from college, and them them bands we played with. Them bands Very we played cool. with, yeah, it was a it was a good time. I hope everybody had fun. Then we were uh, a acceptable hosts for the weekend. Yeah, we wouldn't have. Uh, we we made a have... lot of friends, and we were we were definitely less less on stage and more off stage and talking to people and being present. I can't. I, I, I came home our, with like two or three t shirts. Oh, that's that's you did. Yeah, I didn't get any t shirts. Did you get a Maltesia t shirt? You motherfucker! Did you? Yeah, but I paid for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't fucking mind. I wasn't I paying know, for that I shit. <laughs> I wasn't paying for that shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. I was trying not to eat all the dirty fried food, but I ate I a fair amount of it. I thought we did pretty well with that. I thought we tried to space it out and mm. you know sort of eat. And then you got that pulled pork, which I didn't go for. Oh yeah. I should have. Yeah, the pulled pork was good. It was great. There was just sort of husband and wife teams uh, spooning their own food out of crock right. pot, out of crock pots to people weaving around this campground yeah and i asked them how much it was and they're like whatever you want man this donation and i was like what that's sweet I'm like this is some some fucking yeah crunchy shit going on here so, you so know? yeah all, all in all we might come back uh but if anybody else wants to host we say do it do it yeah, yeah. host in meltasia if you are asked yeah thanks it's... andy animal uh thanks for being friends with my college friends otherwise we yeah, wouldn't have, we wouldn't happened. have run into you at chiller right? theater i was gonna say thank you to chiller theater for having yeah, us for, so connect, we could for connecting have. us <laughs> yeah andy andy was tooling around on a motorcycle and uh yeah this guy was rolling around the festival in a fucking harley yeah. and just like fire it up and then he would like 
drive 100 feet to where he was parked, turn the car off, and and go hang out. Then come back to the stage, just get back on. That's my bring the bike on stage. No, No, he didn't. There was a ramp though. There was an incline. We we built a ramp. There was that was a necessary incline. That wasn't a necessary incline. Any any plugs you got there, Dan? Uh, no plugs. No plugs for me. I know I'm in the guest seat, so. I don't have any plugs. Okay. Um, well, maybe plug, uh, he's uh, at D. Tamborelli. I'm at, Twitter, yeah, I'm at D. Tamborelli. Oh, He's yeah. at, at Michael C. That's Marano great. on Twitter, mm. who, uh, if you want to engage in any sort of political fight, <laughs> I'm at, at Remy Balin on Twitter. I uh, do pod, another podcast called Fresh Beef Podcast you can check out. I tried to refer somebody to you. Oh, you did? Online, you remember, because somebody was like, why would somebody so mean say that? And I, I don't know if you check your Twitter ever. Rare, uh, rarely, not as much as I should. But check me out on Twitter at Remy Balin. Snooze.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we're part of the Feral Audio Podcast Collective and uh, very proud of it. it very it happy can, to be. It consists of an, an evil umbrella of recording studios. That's right. Uh, he, and evil umbrella? Yeah, it's a network. Check them out at feralaudio.com. You can get our back catalog there. You can get everybody else's back catalog there. It's our front thing. catalog is available, too. Our front catalog that you're listening to right now. You want to know something? I'll tell you guys. This is the real the real awesome thing about Feral Audio. Hit me. They curate really great. Oh, podcasts. you got me. You got me. Thanks Goodbye. for listening. Thanks Bye, for folks. listening, folks. The Adventures of Danny and Mike stars Danny Tamborelli and Michael C. Marona. The show is produced by Jeremy Balin. Podcast is part of the Feral Audio Podcasting Collective and can be found on their website at feralaudio.com. For more information on the guys, visit our website at dannyandmike.com. Also, look us up on Twitter at Danny and Mike with the N spelled out and on Facebook at facebook.com slash the adventures of Danny and Mike. Thanks for listening.